Hey David, uh, for people that don't know, what is your kind of your come up story? I know you're local, but just give us a quick background and then you can tell us about what you're here today for. Yeah. Tell us a little bit about your background real quick. Cool. Well, then, yeah, it'll make sense why I'm wearing this jersey here in a minute. I know, it's kind of nice. nice. Blocks the sun. Uh, yeah, thanks for having me, Todd. Appreciate hanging out with you for a minute. Um, so, I was born in Texas. Grew up in Texas, uh, graduated high school in Northeast Texas. And my dad was a banker in downtown Dallas before, and then a banker yeah. in Paris, Texas. Yeah. And uh, when I graduated high school, he actually came to work for American Bank here in Waco, yeah. Texas. Well, so, what is it? Uh, yeah, my dad, Dave, Dave Ridley Jr., I'm the third. Uh, yeah, I know we're talking about him. Well, your dad was. <laughs> uh, so after high school, uh, got an opportunity in Houston, went to a model search uh, with the girl I was dating at the time, and uh, got an opportunity that came across my she path. Was, she was going for a model search, and you were just like she, along for the ride. I kind of went along for the ride. Yeah. She was thinking about doing acting and yeah. modeling, and I entered it. And, uh, some of the people there were like, man, have you thought about doing this? So I ended up taking some pictures with some photographers, yeah. and they sent them around to New York and Dallas. and. Uh, got a few calls where people were like, man, you know you can travel and model. And I was like, I don't know if I want to do that. And I didn't know what I wanted to do. So uh, I dove into it. Flew out to New York. And How old were you? I was uh, 20. Yeah, I went one year, two years junior college. Uh, and then uh, flew out to New York and got some opportunities that just kind of came across Saw my lap. an agency? Or we got got an agency, but first the photographer said, hey, I want to shoot you for Loma Vogue and Italian Vogue with this Kate Moss. And I was like, who's Kate Moss? And come to find out, she was a supermodel. I knew nothing about it. Mm-hmm. And that photographer ended up shooting me for Abercrombie and quite a few other things, Ralph Lauren, and started traveling the world and lived in New York for, for almost six years. That is so kind of my story. <laughs> you, did you know I had so many opportunities to do the same thing? Yeah, I've, you turned them down. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah thankful. That had you to know. be kind of a weird experience. Just, it was crazy. Doing this, what am I doing? Really cool traveling the world. Thanks for not was doing that, it. Is that the best part? Was yeah, the best that part? was the best part. Did you meet or yeah. traveling? So yeah, traveling, so seeing the world was really the best part. You know, I just want to thank you again for not doing it. Less competition yeah, for me. Yeah, yeah. Well, so appreciate you. So, yeah, seeing the world was amazing. Uh, uh, you know, but what happened was, is I started getting in environments where there were things that were offered, uh, alcohol. Oh, people do things. Yeah, and everybody's doing it. So I started kind of down the road of drinking and, uh, you know, um, worldly things that I thought would make me happy and living in New York and traveling and, uh, came to find out that really none of that made me happy and really hit a low yeah. low spot in life. Had loving family here in Texas that always welcomed me in and said, hey, if you ever want to move back, we're here for you. We'll help you out. And a sister, mom and dad, and brother-in-law that loved me. And uh, got to a place in New York where I was at a low, low. And uh, thought I had thoughts of taking my life. And drugs and alcohol were there. And I was experimenting and just was like, Lord, if you are real, uh, I got to get out of this because I don't want to live anymore. So kind of, it was a cry out to the Lord. And that was in 2005. 2005, I, I got a one-way ticket, called my family, and moved wow. back to Texas. Yeah. And when I moved back to Texas, um, you know, things didn't get better here. I had to kind of go on a journey and yeah. 
discover uh, my own personal relationship with the Lord, and that was the thing that really transformed my life. And I uh, started working, walking in relationship with the Lord and met some great friends and turned my life around. It, it was, it's been an amazing journey. I always loved bass fish. I've been doing it since I was three. Yeah. And so I started fishing tournaments with my dad again on the weekends and really uh, enjoyed that. And, um, and then uh, moved to, to Waco. I lived in Dallas for a little while. And that's where I went to church and went through a Celebrate Recovery program. So when I moved back to Waco uh, from Dallas, I worked for Channel 10 for a little while. Yeah. Uh, loved that job. And then I got an opportunity to work for Blue Bond at Health Services, Home Health and Hospice. I was on the hospice side and loved it. And I had a, a house here in Waco that no, I... No, just to cut you off, yeah. it's like, the po- I'm looking for the positives. Positive sure. Going through pain is, is to sure. All those things. But the positives are, you learn some lessons at a relatively young age. You might not seem young at the time. That's right. That some people figure, start figuring out when they're 40, 50, 60 years old. So yeah. you, know, you go through the process, you figure out what's important to you, what really matters. That's right. Man, that had to be helping you in that hospice care situation. Oh, totally. You had from your pain, become, yeah. you know, you're now able to, to minister to those folks. Yeah, right? you can sit and with families. people that are going through one of the most difficult things in their life. I love it. And families yeah. that were going through it. And hospice is an amazing You're service. So much more empathetic about that. Yes. And uh, it's a great service. And I was able to sit there with them and, and know what it feels like to be hurting. Yeah. And so that was great. Well, I had a smaller house. And I always wanted a bigger house to entertain. Yeah. Uh, found a bigger house. Couldn't afford it. And I put that dream on the shelf. My mom and I had found that house together. We're driving around Waco. And about a year and a half later, I got a Facebook message that that house was going up for sale again. And the owner said, hey, we would love to sell it to you if it's the right timing now. And I was like, well, that's crazy. I want a bigger home. So I called my friends that worked at Magnolia, uh, went over there and looked at it with them. And they said, oh, David, season three has one spot left. You ought to apply for it. And I'm like, I don't want to be on TV. You know, I did modeling. and it always... Waco's most eligible back <laughs> Oh, that's I, right. I, I forgot about that. That's right. One of the houses you look at that didn't buy, Yes. I bought the house and remodeled it. I said, I <laughs> Your I wife told it. me about that. And you need to, before you leave town uh, this next yeah. you need to run over there and walk through it. Do you remember it? Because it's completely different. Oh, I got to see it. Yeah. So Magnolia was worried. They thought I was going to pick that house or yeah. another one because they show you different houses yeah. on the episode. Yeah. So I picked the bachelor pad, the peach house, yeah. and man, it was a great experience. Never thought I'd be on TV. I did, and the, but the Lord wanted to show me that now where I was at in life, yeah. that uh, I could I could be back on TV and handle it, yeah. and it was a great experience. Just tell me the truth, did you get some crazy contacts? There's some nuts. Oh man, when you come, when you get any level of fame, I bet you get all kinds of. I shut off my social media for a little while. Uh, you got a lot of moms, grandmas, and friends that want to set you up on blind dates. Yeah, they mean well. That's right. <laughs> so in that house, after I moved in, after being on the TV show. I had this thought and, and kind of impression of a tour company in Waco because I thought before I was going to tour around the world and share my story, and then I got this thought, well, a tour company in Waco. Yeah. And, uh, you know, at first we thought we'd do a, a tour of the, you know, fixer-upper stuff in yeah. Waco. Well, then those doors closed and called my friend Luke and Rachel White, who I started Waco Tours with, uh, and, and 
said, hey, what do you guys think about this? And they were like, David, that's a great idea. We've been thinking similar. And so we started the company uh, together, and the company's five years old now, where now it is a tour of a little bit all of Waco, the restoration story of Waco. It gives people something fun to do when they come to town. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've got river cruises on the river, and we've got a van tour, a city tour. It's fun. It's entertaining. It's refreshing. It's the story of the city. It's not just about the TV show. It's yeah. of all of Waco. We just got on TripAdvisor. We have over 4,000 excellent reviews. We got number four van tour in America. Wow. Like, yeah, it's it's our it's our guides and our people that work for I us. Say, is that really a story about the talent? I mean, you have yeah. to have a story. That's about yeah. the talent, right? Yeah. Is that been a struggle getting people to, to do that? It is, but, man, we've had people that – we do a guide and a driver, so ours is unique, yeah. where we had people – that would have never thought they were going to do tours, do it on the side for us. People that work full-time jobs and wake up. The best ones are kind of the ones that always would do it for free. Yeah. <laughs> there are people that did it. You get that sense. I mean, I've done this stuff. Like Chris Walnick worked for us. Yeah. And he didn't care. He just wanted to do it for fun. <laughs> so that has been a fun journey. Speaking of starting Waco yeah, Tours, yeah. thanks to Alliance Bank, yeah. I didn't know anything about getting a business yeah. account. You guys yeah. really helped us out. So thanks yeah. so much for that. Yeah. And uh, we appreciate everything. Yeah. So, did the tour company, uh, then we went through COVID, and during the COVID shutdown of our tour company, going long walks with my wife, and always had these thoughts of bass fishing, and, and she really said, David, you just seem to talk about bass fishing more than yeah. just as a hobby. Yeah. So, I really started processing and kind of thinking, wait, is there more to the fishing industry that I had to explore? So I started praying about it, journaling, kind of thinking through it, talking to mentors and people. And that's when I had the thought of, man, should I explore the fishing industry more? So started calling people like Alton Jones, who's a professional bass fisherman who lives here in Waco, and his son Alton and different people. And uh, they were all like, man, you should explore the fishing industry. Maybe it could be a good fit. And then General Tires, this company, was in town. Are those the ones that you were in the ads with? Man, those are pretty funny. I'm on the General Tires fishing they, they, team. Those are comical ads. It's, oh, it's uh, funny. It reminds me of the early ESPN ads. Yeah. The thing, you know, with the commodity printing. They're, the it, inside it, jokes, it's fun. Yeah, so they put me on their TV commercial yeah. as the new guy, as a model, which was kind of embarrassing, but totally it was fun, fun and we had a great time. So the doors just opened in Daiwa and... You know, people yeah, so in town. Else on there. Rob Fuentes, Alliance is on here, Ship Belting. I've got a lot of Waco companies on here that have supported me. And so now I'm pursuing this dream of bass fishing. And, um, you know, through that, after five years at Waco Tours, I really felt like the next chapter was for me to take a leap of faith and uh, move to a more centralized location. Yeah. that I could explore bass fishing even to the next level. Well, it so happens to be where my wife is from. is She's from Alabama. Yeah. And uh, so my wife and I are going to move and transition to the Birmingham, Alabama area. Yeah. Uh, Alabama is where a lot of bass fishing happens. And I'm going to be able to travel from there and uh Really looking forward to it. Yeah, Waco Tours, I'll I'll still own half of it, and we'll do Zoom calls once a week. Thankfully to Zoom and all the other video opportunities, I'll be really involved with that. I just won't be working in the day-to-day. So I'm going to pursue this dream and kind of take the next step of faith and see what the Lord does. 
that's interesting. Yeah. I'm just came from a chamber of commerce strategic yeah. session, and one of the workforce issues, uh, threats. You know that they're trying. The, 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 uh, workforce is trying to address this. There's been so many people through COVID. They're just changing ideas about their job and career, and they're like, I want to pursue what you know, my dream or whatever, it doesn't yeah. seem like work. And it's it's great. Yeah. Or I'm going home and I'm going right. to raise my kids or I'm going to cut my budget back yeah. and those kind of things, which are great. It's a little bit of a challenge from a workforce perspective, but I mean, you're putting yourself in a position to where work is a play. I mean, it's work, but it's not going to feel like work. Yeah. You're, you're turning your, your hobby into your, your passion into yeah. your career. It's, yeah. it's something that's been deep in there since I was three. I've been casting and fishing, and I just love it. And I've loved Waco Tours. It has been an amazing uh, business. I've learned a lot, and I think it's only going to help me even with my next venture, which is fishing. And yeah. Um, yeah, I'm super excited about the next chapter, especially for my wife and I and uh, our family and uh, her and I and our little girl. we got another little girl coming in November. So, And I'm still going to keep some Waco sponsors yeah. because I'm going to be, you know, I'm on social media and... Yeah. Uh, I'm going to keep my accounts here Visual, at Alliance. If you're okay with don't that, let him, don't let them go. No, we're not going to let. We're not going to go. It's kind of this may embarrass you. Yeah. Saying this, but to me, you really doing a good job of developing your own personal brand. Thank you. Know? you. And brand reputation. People like that word. Better. And it looks like to me that you're now putting that over on the fishing side, which is you know the entertainment industry. Really, I mean, it's yeah. fishing, but it's entertainment industry. If you watch your videos and whatnot, you can tell that. And you still got to wait for tours, and it may end up being on something else. You know, yeah. it's just exciting. Appreciate see. that. Yeah, it's fun to watch. Yeah, it's been fun. I'm, I'm excited about this next chapter of life, and yeah, seeing where. How we're can getting. people follow your story, of, especially the fishing story? What's the best way to keep track of it? Um, well, see, you, you post a lot. And I tried watching this winter, and I was like, I fished a little bit once, but you're like, hey, some of that winter, but winter to, uh, tournaments are. Dude, you were like in parties. People, people think you're just going out fishing, having fun. Yeah, it's, it's cold, rain, long days. It is a lot of work. Uh, you know, but when you love something, like you said, it doesn't feel like work sometimes. But it is it is hard. Uh, so I'm on Instagram, uh, at Facebook. I'm on Facebook and Instagram at David Ridley 3. Uh, and I fish the MLF Big 5 circuit, the Toyota. It's the semi-pro circuit. And uh, I'm going to be fishing the Central and the Southern next year, and some maybe of the North. I'm headed to New York in two weeks wow. to fish an event. So, yeah, I'm excited. It's, it's, it's a lot of fun. fun. So our producer here, Clint James, oh, really makes me nervous. He's got this. I've never seen these questions. I hope we don't have to edit them out. I don't know what. He's like, you got to ask these oh, five goodness. questions. We're about to get embarrassed. Rapid fire. Let's go fast. Okay. I don't know what they are. Uh, oh my gosh. Let's get that one. Now, I'm just going to go in the order that they came in. Oh, right. What's the worst thing you ever put in your mouth? Those jelly beans that taste like poop, like the kids, those, you know, those trick jelly beans? I was thinking related to fishing, but that works. It's like okay. It's <laughs> a nasty worm. Uh, did you, do you have a childhood nickname? Yes, a bunch, actually. Can you reveal it? It's not bad. Yeah, it's it was Max. I wore Air Max Nike shoes Max. my entire life. Yeah. Well, they may stick. Yeah. Although my, my wife, I think she dated under Max. I thought I'd you. <laughs> okay. What do you wish you had known? Ten, what do you wish you had known ten years ago? Kind of wow. Ten years ago. Mm. Uh, 
Alright. Okay. Number four. <laughs> he sees moving. So, so many areas of life are here. Uh the answer? Yeah. Oh goodness. Ten years ago. Uh I I wish I would have would have met my wife, honestly. She would have managed my money a lot better. <laughs> I mean, seriously. I wish I would have known her 10 years ago. Which we won't talk about here. It's a family show. Would you rather fight 100... I can't even read this stuff. Where did you come up with this? Would you rather fight 100 duck-sized horses or one horse, horse-sized duck? Would you rather fight 100 duck-sized horses or one horse-sized duck? That's easy. That's easy. <laughs> uh, well, yeah, I'll, I'll find a Why not? A hundred ducks. You're going to do one. Just duck sized horses? Yeah. A hundred, that seems. I think you've better chance with a duck. Okay, last one, I'm thankful. If you could choose a song to play every time you walked into a room, what song would you choose? Here's a good, like if you're going up for the bat or something, like you go up to the. Man, I gotta tell you, I know it's played a lot, but I the Tigers, one of my ah, assistants. I fishing? ran out to it the basketball, yeah, yeah. fishing. All right, yeah. I the Tigers. Yeah. You know, you just, hey, feel free to use that on your show. That's right. You grab them. I the Tigers. Right, we're not letting it go. The Lakers not letting go. You're out. You're ours. So. Yeah. Well, I'll be around coming back here. You know, uh, coming back and forth, family and business. Well, when you come back and sit down and tell us how it's going in, in Alabama. Sure. I'd love to update you guys. Thanks for having Your me. Football stinks up there. <laughs> My wife went to Alabama, uh, so I might be in Alabama soon. Thanks, Daddy. Appreciate you. Appreciate you, Todd. All right. All right.